I'm Andrew Murata, host of the Education Leadership and Beyond podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. You're listening to the Ed Creation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional movements, resources, tools, and practices that are reshaping learning. Hi, everyone. This is Christy. Our guest today, Reba Ginn, is the Director of School Culture and Enrichment at Circle City Prep, a charter school on the east side of Indianapolis. Before assuming her current role, she did a lot of other things. I taught for a short time before becoming an outdoor educator. I was one of the founding educators for Tinley Summit and then moved to Kitt Elementary School, where I helped found their second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. I was a science teacher. When I came to Circle City Prep, my original role was um, like STEM director and enrichment director. I became the manager of e-learning. Reba's current role is brand new for the school. And as you probably guessed, it's a role she helped create alongside the head of school, Megan Murphy. Reba is an innovator. And you can tell right away that she's all about making things work better and kids and creating opportunities. I personally have always been most passionate about um, culture. Um, I'm very much about giving students um, autonomy to a certain degree, um, as well as like teaching them their own strategies and coping skills, um, as well as how to use their voice. So these are things that have been very passionate for me since the beginning. I've always um, implemented meditation in my classroom and and, uh, different peer mediation aspects. And so um, because it was something I was passionate about and in my role as E, the director of of e-learning, I had opportunity to kind of coach my teachers on those things as well. Um, And I believe that that was just uh, noticed. I also clearly love to found uh, and create something from scratch. That's something that I find challenging and uh, super fun. Part of your role has been to find and create programs of enrichment for, for students. Yeah, part of my job is leading our enrichment and our also our after-school activities, what we call extension learning. We do not provide transportation, and so we try to offer things that are, are cheap or free to families so that they don't have to worry about childcare in case their work schedules don't work with our school schedule. And my the one of the main things we wanted to do there is just offer a variety of interesting things. We just want students to be able to explore passions that maybe they don't have a chance to do during the school day. And so we had never done this before, um, kind of had to figure out uh, what did it look like, how did it run, and it seemed because it was brand new, we decided to kind of keep things in-house. So most of our clubs are actually ran by our teachers. We do pay them a stipend. And then the we also have um, almost 300 students here at CCP, and because this was new, registration for these clubs was, it was difficult. We had I had paper registrations. I spent a lot of time making sure it covered all the baselines for liability um, and information that we would need. But then we get that out, and then it's a matter of is the child turning it into the teacher? Is the teacher turning it into me on time? And because it was first come first serve basis, it got really muddy um, because it could have been a parent filled it out and sent it home immediately or sent it back to school immediately. But then I didn't actually, it wasn't in my hands for a few days. And now that child doesn't have a seat in the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed unfair. And of course, frustrating for our families. Um, it was also the first quarter that we did this. I was out sick. And so the first three days that they were returning forms, I wasn't even 
to receive them. Um, and that was also problematic because now I just have a pile of like 200 <laughs> registrations on my desk. I remember I was looking for a way that um, parents could sign up for the clubs where it tracked them specifically on who was signing up first. Um, so it could be more of a fair system. I also wanted to offer something to families where they didn't have to fill out a paper and return it. We, for a couple of reasons, one, it's, um, we are multilingual school. So Haitian, Creole, French, Portuguese, and Spanish are all represented here in our student body population and family population. Um, and so being able to translate, all that document into all those languages um, is difficult. And sometimes there is definitely, you know, I use Google Translate. We don't have someone here that speaks all of those languages. Um, And so there's sometimes things lost in translation and then families weren't giving us information. It just ultimately wasn't equitable. Reba recognized that the antiquated system of paper registrations and permission slips, besides being cumbersome, impractical, and just unmanageable, it was creating this equity gap that she really wanted to close. She recognized that one thing her multicultural, multilingual families all had in common were their cell phones. And she started searching for a solution that could leverage that commonality. What are ways that they can register their kid online where they don't have to send in a paper? They can like really easily do it. Um, And uh, something that was also really user-friendly because we also have some families where technology just isn't a strength. Um, And so we're finding ways just to offer all of that to our families while still keeping it organized. So you've really set the stage for us. So thank you. Because <laughs> now I'm sure there's people um, wondering, okay, so what is this thing? What is this great solution that you found? And um, so you found this program called After School HQ, and it has solved all those problems for you. What is this thing? Sure. Um, so After School HQ is just a platform um, that kind of it brings it all together for registrations. Um, this could be extracurricular activities, um, and it is just like a one-stop shop for the school and the family to be able to um, kind of like work together and make sure that kids are registered and even pay. There's another they can also pay for their um, field trips or activities through this as well. Okay. And is and how do, how are you guys using it? Do you have a is it a subscription basis that your school paid for? With So there is a subscription uh, version. There's like a pro version. We are currently just using the, the basic version. It yeah. just limits the amount of uh, like staff members you can have linked to it. It limits the amount of like field trips and activities you can post in one quarter. Oh, okay. um, but it ultimately, because it is something that we use so often, um, we probably will be moving into the the pro, where it's a subscription that we pay uh, yearly. Okay, so it it manages all of your after school activities, registration, permission slips, liability waivers, um, payment, all of that kinds of things. You could you also use it for for field trips and things, right? So you're, it's not just for, I mean, it's called after school HQ, but it sounds like it has other applications. Yeah. So it actually has its own tab entirely called field trips and you can uh, fill that out and link it. Um, it's great because after school HQ lets you really um, customize each activity or field trip that you put in. So for some field trips, you know, it's free. And so there's no reason for parents to pay. And I can toggle that back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also settings where, you know, a lot of our parents want to pay cash. Field trips are $5. Um, they don't necessarily want to always use their credit card. And so it also gives us a chance um, where people don't have to pay online in order to register their child or sign the permission slip. 
And so, yeah, it's, it's, we use it specifically for that after school activities, but then also the field trip. During my many, many years as a classroom teacher, I loved field trips and I tended to set up the same ones year after year. I'm sure you do the same. After School HQ makes this planning almost effortless because you can just duplicate the previous trip, changing a few details. You can also share information with other organizations in your city providing after school activities, which cuts down on the volume of the information you need to chase down. After School HQ is also something that's great is companies or organizations that are already in the city that do after school programming with schools have their own after school HQ profiles that I can then link to our profile. So we work with an organization called ProAct where they teach um, older elementary and middle school students just how to be good stewards of their neighborhoods um, and, you know, be active members of their Mm -hmm. neighborhoods and communities. And they already have their own after school HQ profile. So I was able just to link that directly to ours. And when parents clicked on it, it brought them to the project to register. And then now ProAct representatives have access to all of the parent information and student information directly. And they don't need to go through me to get that. Wow. That's super handy. So anyone listening who's thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want one more technology to learn. I don't want one more management system. This is actually something it sounds like that has saved you tons of time and made your job easier. Absolutely. hundred percent. Just the juxtaposition from quarter one to quarter two. Quarter two is when we switched to using after school HQ, where there's clearly a learning curve. Um, By quarter three, everyone knew exactly what they were doing. It was super simple. And I haven't had like parents have made it really clear to me that they actually appreciate like how that they can just do it real quick on their phone. We even will go through our dismissal and arrival lines if we're missing field trip permission slips and hand a cell phone to a parent. It's like, here, fill this out real quick while you're waiting for your child. Um, Because it it is so uh, user-friendly and basic. It's not difficult to navigate. Um, Everything you need is like right there. I just remember the tedium of having to collect those paper permission slips and field trip slips and, and fill them out also as a parent. Um, and just, and, and the day of you don't have, and if, you know, if they didn't bring it, they didn't bring it and you're just out of luck. There was no way to get it from the parent. I'm wondering why you guys chose this over maybe some other options and maybe there weren't any other options because honestly, I haven't heard of this kind of program. Yeah. I um, am unaware of any other options myself. I don't know because this works so well for us. Something that's also great is I think because after school HQ is um, a little more new and they are still founding in a lot of ways, they are super open to feedback, um, which I appreciate greatly. I I love that um, I've had at least a handful of calls with the creators to kind of talk about this is our experience so far Uh Um, for translation because that's something we have a family resource center where like families can come into our building building and use our computers. And those computers have like um, the Google translation widget. So it will automatically translate a website for them. But if they're at home or on their phones, that's not necessarily something they may have access to. Mm-hmm. And so something I pushed him for um, is just like a, an ability for them to access the website in multiple languages. Mm-hmm. I know at this point they have Spanish now, um, but they are working to, to also have access to other um, languages that are represented here in the city. 
Okay. Um, any other like feedback I have for them, I, I, I definitely feel not only do I feel like they're listening just with the way that they respond and their customer service, but I also then see those changes being implemented, um, which is really exciting. And so I think, especially if educators are looking for something like this to use now, getting in now while it's early, um, means that you have a lot more opportunity to put your stamp on like what makes sense and like logical sense for you as an educator. Yeah. And influence the markets. I mean, we're all that teacher saying, well, why didn't somebody do it this way? And this is a chance for somebody to actually hear you say that. Yeah, absolutely. So they have so far English and Spanish and are working on other languages. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And really any school, any grade levels could use this. This would be usable for any grade band and schools at any level. That- oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's great about it too is, like I said, you, when you can customize uh, either field trips or activities, as you can you can limit the grade levels, the gender, the amount of siblings. Those are all things that you can adjust so that if, if a child tried to register. So, for example, here's a, um, we have a family. They just moved here from Haiti. The parents speak Haitian Creole. The daughter um, is just the only one who's learning English. And she's a kindergartner. And so they signed her up for a club that was only for second and third graders. And so being able, and when it was on paper, and so then we had to go back to her and let her know she actually can't be in this club. And there was just a lot of confusion. Um, again, we don't, like, I don't have anyone in this building that speaks Haitian Creole. And so um, we're trying our best to, to communicate this like very small thing. Whereas when then the next quarter, if they tried to register her, it would have like not let her. She's actually not allowed to register because your child is a kindergartner and this is only open for certain clubs, mm-hmm. um, which also just like makes our lives so much simpler. So much easier, right? Because yeah. they just, it, it you can set those parameters within the program. So I'm imagining that you use this a lot in your role, but I, I would guess that other teachers are now using it as well for their field trips or activities, especially since you have staff members who are running those after-school clubs. Was it a learning curve? How hard is it to figure out how to use the platform and to get proficient? Yeah. So part of my role is I'm the, I am the one who plans the field trips as well. Um, So I'm mostly the one who uses this. The club leaders are the only teachers who are on there. Like I said before, we're limited on how many staff are allowed to be linked to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, but I can tell you that no one has ever asked me, how do I use this? Um, Or asked me for access to it. But I, whenever clubs are canceled or things are changed, they can easily send text messages or emails to families just by clicking like two buttons, they can access their roster and change it and move kids to the waiting list. And they, I've seen them do all of these things, but no one has ever asked me how or told me that they were having technical difficulties, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, as a, an a administrator or educator, we can say like, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like a, a two hour training or anything. They just, yeah, no. They just jumped right on. And so what, so how do they access it? How did, how did you guys get it going in your school? Was there something you had to install or you just get a login? How does it work? Yeah. You just go to the website and you click create new account. Um, And then you say, if you are creating a school account or a personal account, and it's that simple, it walks you through step-by-step on how to create the account. I'm going to go back to something you said earlier. Was I understanding you right that there are certain organizations that are compatible with this? So like if I was taking a group of kids down to the Denver Museum of Science and Nature or whatever, that I could possibly pay and do all of my paperwork with the museum through After School HQ? 
if the organization, uh, like a club, is on After School HQ, and we could link it to them, and they could, that, that is true. They uh, That payment would go directly to that organization or company. So, Reba, who would you recommend this to? Who is this solution for? What teachers, what educators? Honestly, I would say anyone who needs their children to register for anything, if it, whether it's uh, even an event, if it's a registration-based event like school dances and things like that, field trips or clubs, I would say After School HQ is is the place to go. Um, it like not only like I said, it's user friendly, it's really organized, um, but it's just very. It's just a one stop shop. Everything yeah. you need for those types of things is just right there, and it's just I can't speak to how convenient it is enough. So I'm wondering too, like high schools who are selling tickets. So here's tickets to, you know, parents want to be able to buy tickets to the play or the choir concert. Kids want to be able to buy tickets to the dance. All of that could be done through After School HQ. Yes. Through one easy program. program Here for this ticket and there for that ticket. And you have to do the the department website and all of the things. You can tell that I'm reliving my student, (laughs) my my children's high school years where I was like searching the school website for all the different places that I needed to go to sign stuff. Yeah. And once you create an account the first time, you don't need to keep doing it. So it will autofill a lot of that um, content information for you. Parents. Can I get an amen here? I mean, are you kidding? If I had all the time back that I spent filling out the same information again and again and again during my children's school years, I would be 10 years younger at least. Also, since After School HQ is open to requests and feedback, uh, can we please get a version of this for doctor's offices? Such a no-brainer, right? It seems like. And you said there are different levels. So there's a basic level and then there's a pro level. Is it just the two? To my knowledge, yeah. Yeah, okay. And it's just a matter of how much stuff can be managed. Yes. For the different Yeah, things. so right now, because, uh, you know, we've offered, at this point, we're offering 12 after-school clubs uh, just this quarter. Um, and we have offered as many as 15. And so because that's every quarter that we're up at like 45, 50 different clubs. So that we're not allowed to do. So what would I have to do is archive the old clubs and then I can create the new ones um, in the activity hub. Yeah. So it's probably just super easy. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably just worth it to upgrade too. Yeah. So I have to say that your job sounds pretty fun. Oh yeah. It's, (laughs) it's ridiculously fun. It's like anything in, in a school that isn't discipline, academics, or operations, like I'm in charge of it. You so get it's all the events, it's all the field trips, after school activities. We do heritage month celebrations, uh, social justice work with kids. Yeah. It's great. All the good stuff. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous of your role. <laughs> it sounds like a blast. Um, so I'm really glad that you found this because it sounds like it's super simplified things. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you feel like would be important for our listeners to know? I think something else that is really helpful. Sometimes things happen when we pay twice. We make a mistake. Oh, so-and-so already handled this. Um, there is also a way to request a refund via After School HQ, oh. um, which also, be, and I, you know, I 
am not going to pretend that I know all of the inner workings <laughs> of the rules of school funding and money and how it needs to look and move. Uh, mm. But I do know that there are a lot of rules. And there so are. it's really difficult when parents have paid us on after school HQ and then they've overpaid and then they're asking for a refund. It's like, we can't give it to you out of this box and we can't give it to you here. Um, and so it was really convenient that we can just like actually just request a refund on after school HQ and then we approve it and then it's over. And it's done. Wow. That's really eliminated a lot of bureaucracy. Congratulations on this new fun role and how fun for all of us to be back together in person. It's yeah. been so joyous for sure. You can connect with After School HQ to schedule a demo, request more information, or sign up for a free pilot through the links in the episode notes or by visiting edcuration.com and searching After School, all one word, HQ. With summer school, camps, and activities, now would be the perfect time to try out this time-saving resource, like having a really organized administrative assistant at your fingertips. It doesn't deliver your coffee, but it does lighten your load, so you have time to sit down and drink it. While you're at Ed Curation signing up for your After School HQ pilot, we hope you'll check out our free, fun, brief micro-professional learning explorations where you can complete one-hour interactive workshops on all different topics and receive downloadable resources and a professional learning certificate. It's a great way to complete your professional learning hours while getting equipped and inspired to re-enter the classroom next year. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, we hope you'll give us five stars and tune in next week to hear about the tools and topics that are reshaping learning. Mm -hmm.